What is up, everybody? It is Friday. You know what that means. It is another edition of Curveballs and Sure Shots. We are not canceled yet. Wait, wait we're not? Yet. Oh, yet. Okay, yet. my fault, my fault. The very sickly voice you hear is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, I usually ask how you're doing today, but I think I already know the answer based on your voice. But how are you doing today? Well... I started uh, developing a slight sore throat on Sunday, and it's just progressively gotten worse and worse. So your boy may be sounding, you know, a little like, uh, you know, a sick person. I don't fuck. Dominic know. sounds I, like he's ripping through like four packs of Marlboro a day. There we go. I don't know. I'm. I, I have a little bit of fucking brain fog too. I just keep fucking. Yeah, you think out. if Dominic is slow on a regular healthy day, he's gonna yeah. be doubly extra slow. I'm gonna be five. saying some stupid things that might get me canceled. But uh, you know, work was work. You know, work, I ain't no punk bitch. I went to work still because I was like, I need to make that money, money, money. See, I, I can't even do like high pitch. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but uh, you know, and then you know, today I worked in the valley, the valley, and oh, so uh, you're you able know, to work. You were able to be close to home. Yeah, exactly. Took a shit in porta potty for the first time in Spokane Valley. Beautiful, beautiful. It only took uh, six months, eight months, yeah. ten, eight months. I moved up the end of September. Well, okay, then. Well. Well, my, my first my first official day here was October third, so we're already we're almost to June, we're almost to July, so fuck yeah, it's I mean, gonna be like eleven months pretty soon. Yeah, almost a year, almost a year, <laughs> and you and you know it's not any easier being away from you, but you know it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine. You know now that you got a taste of me, it makes you even thirstier. Mm. Maybe not. No, Maybe not. But if you guys remember last time, Dominic did a sick podcast. Didn't end. Didn't end well from a couple weeks later. So hopefully, <laughs> um, this is not a COVID a COVID scare. I don't know what the new thing is. Maybe it's just you know a regular. God forbid a regular run of the mill cold, and Dominic will be healthy next. Well, week. well, people say here that when you first move up, uh, because it's different pollen at which because of the high more- atmosphere. I mean, maybe I don't know, but they say because it's different pollens and that I'm not used like, you know, for 20, for how old am I? 28. Yeah. For 28 years, I lived in California and, you know, I, I was around the same trees and flowers and bushes and shit. But now that I'm up here, it's different. So there's it, they, they're saying that I should, it would kick my ass the first real summertime because my body's not used to it, which, but I Maybe thought I'm, allergies. I'm I'm not someone who has allergies, so I don't really know. But I thought allergies is like during the springtime. I mean, it's like twenty four seven for me. Happy summer, everybody! We're two days into summer, or I guess three days in if you count the twenty first as day one. So, summertime, yeah. baby. Summertime. Summertime. Crack sadness. a beer, go swimming, grill up some stuff, and don't set the house on fire. Are there any? Uh... Summer parties you're going to be going to this year, this summer, Brandon? Uh, probably not. I mean, there is a party I'm going to be attending later on in the year, but it's technically not in the summertime. Uh, well, I specifically asked a summertime party, so. Well, 
Why you know, you I'm a very open. Why would you, why would you even an, bring it up? I'm an open person. Uh, my my schedule is wide, pussy ass open. So, <laughs> uh, possibly there might be a spur of the moment party. You know, maybe there might be a Los Padres meeting. Maybe there's a pre engagement engagement party. Maybe I have an engagement party. Maybe shout there's out shout out Sarah. Maybe there's <laughs> just you know. Well, well, money. Well, there's forbidden door neck this week. Not gonna have a get together that week. Next week, I'm looking at possibly going to see my dad. So, I mean, that could kind of be a party. Not exactly a party, but uh, how, so. how is how is the old man? He's uh still with the uh, same girl from last time. He is, and so I was working Sunday on Father's Day, so I didn't go up to see, to see him. But I called, you know, text him in the morning, said I'll call him after work. Then I called him. Uh, shout out. Someone loosely associated with this podcast, Travi Dad, Travis Gunderson. He was at the A's game, didn't even realize he was there because I was just sitting at the register. It was kind of a packed day. Shout out to the A's, drew like 20 plus thousand people. But he was just standing there right next to me, didn't even notice he was there. And then he talked to me and I was like, oh, what's up, buddy? He It was Hawaiian shirt day. And he jokingly, I asked him if I could get him a shirt, if I could have one of his shirts. He was like, oh, yeah, sure, buddy. I don't fit into these, even though it's an extra large. You know, I guess Travi Dad's a little thick these days. So he handed them. He handed one over to me. I threw it, well, threw it aside so no one could see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was had to sneakily put it in my bag so no one else saw. Because shout out the goat, Kirill Gupta. He really wanted one. And my uh, best friend and uh, tailgating buddy Miguel also wanted one. So I didn't want to flaunt it in their face that I got it. And also I was on break when awkwardly the goat Kirill Gupta uh, walked up to my boss. And asked him for a shirt if he can some which way get the Hawaiian giveaway shirt. And it was a very awkward conversation. I mean, that's something that I remember the studio audience. She never asked for. I mean, did. Well, well, let's ask her. When you worked for the Warriors, did you ever ask for anything? Did you say, can I have or can I get bobbleheads or T-shirts or whatever? Did they just give it to you? Yeah. So yeah, they said, you know, whenever, if there's leftovers, take what you want. Basically she never asked because when you start asking, they start saying, you know, they start thinking that that's all that you want is free shit. Huh? Yeah. So well, they, I mean, they also explicitly told us at the beginning in the, our little uh, training montage that we're not supposed to be getting anything. I mean, if you really, really, really want one, you can like ask the the HBIC and she can maybe hook it up. But yeah, basically they said there's no guarantees. And also, you know, no hate to Kirill, but he also is the person who works the very least out of everybody involved. And him asking Eric about the shirt was kind of rich, especially when we had people coming up to us before the game even started asking mm-hmm. where they get the shirts because it was that sold out. Because the, the Oakland Athletics are such a great thinking promotional group that they allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, gave out 7,000 shirts for a 20 plus thousand, a 20 plus thousand attended game. Just for context, the reverse boycott last Tuesday, a fan funded giveaway. They gave out 7,000 shirts. So the fans are doing just as much work as the Oakland A's are. So, well, fucking Anyways, rounding that all back, rounding that all the way back to my father, I gave him the phone call. And because we were talking, you asked me about his girlfriend, if he's still there. Uh, He just completely. Wait, hang on. If he's still there, they're still there. She's still there. I don't know. Okay. She just complete. He just completely just trauma dumped uh, a bunch of stuff onto me from one of the uh, step 
brothers. He's moving out to Jacksonville to get his shit together. Obviously not going to get into what's going on, but Wait, it was your, just your actual stepbrother. Well, he's I, it's a joke. Her oh. kid. Oh, her kid. Oh, OK, her kid around this. Or I think only like a couple days apart from Big Daddy and Tyler. So he's early 20s. And so he's going to Jacksonville to get his shit together. And I made the joke like usually you leave Jacksonville to get your shit together, not go to Jacksonville to get to get your shit together. But shout out Duval. Greatest bet I've ever won in my entire life. Shout out to the Jaguars and shout out to the Los Angeles Chargers. Absolutely fucking choking it at halftime but i digress anyways uh, after the trauma dump i i talked about the a's game and he basically he didn't you know forcibly shake me down but he strongly implied that he wanted that ace hawaiian shirt and as someone who didn't get him anything because i was hoping i could have gotten him something at lone wolf harley davidson establishment in spokane valley washington oh when'd you go to spokane oh um, damn near a month ago oh wow yeah, and apparently they're closed on Sundays. And if you didn't know, there's a lot of establishments closed on Sundays in Spokane <laughs> Valley. A lot. You're never, never going to let that go, huh? Nope. Never. But anyways, should we did see? You t- did you tell him about that? Uh, yes. What do you say? About what? That they're closed on Sundays or the fact that 10 minutes after that, I was just pointing out every single business that was open. Well, the whole thing. Of course. Is, does he hate me now? No. Okay, good. But I did say that uh, you're going to send him something later on. Well, you know, I'm a little sick right now, so I can't. I don't want to go there. And yeah, you don't, you don't want to spread, so... spread the virus. I get yeah. it. You're a good, you're a good guy, Dalton. Yeah. I'm gonna don't let anyone tell you weekend. otherwise. Quarantine this weekend. See how I feel on Monday. You know, if I still feel the same or worse, I'm going to go to the doctor. Okay, that's good. Hopefully. Because my at-home COVID tests are expired and I took them. Then they say I'm negative, so. Okay. Yeah. Any fever? I mean, I've been working outside, so I'm hot. You took a a shower, took a hot shower. Now I'm sitting with the fan on. So, you know, occasionally I do check the Spokane Valley weather, and I've noticed that I know we have been getting some good weather out here in the Bay, but for the most part, you guys have been kind of hotter than what we've been getting. Well, it's oddly enough. I think Monday it was kind of cool, and then Tuesday it rained. And then Wednesday, Thursday was really like chilly and then or like Wednesday was chilly. Thursday warmed up a little bit. And then Friday today has just been a scorcher. Yeah, down here, it's been relatively chill the entire time. Doesn't go really below 60 or above 80. So just kind of in that sweet zone. Great. Just fantastic weather, Dominic. I mean, I wonder what the weather in Vegas is like right now. It's probably fucking hot. On yeah. June 23rd. Who would want to fucking move out there? Play, and play in an open door stadium. Yeah, yuck. Let's see. Currently, it is 58 degrees in San Lorenzo, 76 degrees in Spokane Valley, 72 degrees in Nashville, 75 degrees in Merced, 69 degrees in Chicago. Nice. Uh, 58 degrees in Madeira, 83 degrees in the Dominican, 80 degrees in Punta Cana. And I thought I had Vegas, but I guess I don't. So let's just check in in Las Vegas real quick. And it is 85 degrees here at 750 at night. And next week, ooh, next Sunday might peak uh, above 108 degrees. That's awesome. But that that's good weather to go sit by the pool, have a big fucking strawberry daiquiri, you know, what we did. And wind gusts up to 14 miles an hour, possibly. So that's fun. Just nice, nice. hot, sandy wind. Yes. Getting fucking sand slashed. 
by the slant slash slasher. So talk about my Father's Day, Dominic. Uh, you were with your father, first Father's Day in Washington, Dominic. Mm. Uh, I don't know how many other Father's Days you've had because he's been up there for a long time. But how was that, Dominic? Let us know. If you want to trauma dump us, trauma dump on us, go ahead. It was all right. All right. Thanks for that, Dominic. <laughs> uh, since you've been sick, it's been your flu game. You took your first porta potty dump in the valley. Oh, my uh, God. I could take that for hours. I know. Uh, any <laughs> other any other poop stories? Because apparently this is just the, the Dominic poop show now. Well, I mean, ever since the the gossip the gossip segment went away, the which apparently you know, I didn't. I mean, I kind of read the gossip, but I guess there's more gossip, or at least an update that you were not aware of. Which was I don't know. Oh, you asked you oh, asked Tyler oh, about with, with, an with, update with Miguel going to press and 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 Spencer going to to uh, raw materials. You know, there's only like one CSR now. You know. I mean, realistically, the only CSR that's there was only one that did any work. All the other CSRs there were just all they did was gossip and you know, fucking do nothing and fucking. <laughs> what? What? They were fucking. I mean, I I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I I had my uh my my little side piece in building three. She mm-hmm. uh. I don't I don't know if she are you paying attention to me. You hear me? Yeah. My little side piece in building three. How you doing, girl? Poncho? Yes, Poncho. Yes, exactly. Anyways. There we go. I, I mean, I just wanted to let everyone know the updates because I, I, I know people just absolutely loved uh, our tea segment of talking about All-American Label. I, I did. Well, when you did just randomly ask Tyler about the ALPA update or whatever, I thought you were talking about like Asian American something or another. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> And then it took me like a couple seconds to realize, oh, no, he's talking about all American label. You were like, damn, Dominic's really just taking a whole 180 approach on his, you know, just life and politics and, you know, culture and everything. I'm, Oh, no, wait, it's all American labels. Shit, of course. Yeah. But uh, which could also be, you know, construed as an Asian American. uh, Never mind. Anyways. Uh, But, yeah, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I forgot about all that, you know, uh, you know. The, the all of the the people that we were cool with, we miss them so much. And the other ones can just and everyone else can just go fucking suck a fat cock and die. You know who you are. Tyler. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Before before we got on this podcast, uh, I was doing Dominic texted in another group chat at, saying that he's ready to do the podcast, even though I already sent the link to the podcast. No, that was, that was like, my fault. My computer wasn't like loading up the messages and shit. So I was like, oh, I'm going to text him in it that I'm ready and then it'll fucking like load up faster. And then I clicked the wrong group chat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did it not go through even though I thought it went through? So I clicked on the link through my phone to, and then I joined the chat or I joined the, the Zoom call and my dumbass thought Tyler was joining the Zoom call because my fucking <laughs> idiot my idiot ass has like a gray sweatshirt on. I was like, oh, there's Tyler. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's me. Yeah. What a swerve. You swerved yourself. I know. I got my own. I got excited for no goddamn reason. Well, you know, that, that you know, we've, I think we've, is there anything 
we need to touch on your father's day or on, Oh, I mean, I mean it kind of, day. yeah, I mean, that was your father's yeah. day. So. Lo, I first game of the season, I missed for Los Padres and guess what happened? They won. They fucking blew it in the ninth inning. Oh, damn. I know. Sucks to suck. It's a tough look. Uh, I did a typical Brandon Tanguma late night purchase on Juneteenth Eve. Happy Juneteenth to everybody out there who celebrates. Uh, I got, Dominic, if I tell you that I got pit vipers, do you know what that means? Pit vipers. That sounds hella familiar. Hang on. That's a baseball thing, right? I mean, it could be a baseball thing. Aren't those like those sunglasses? Yeah, those like kind of retro sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, so I got some of those. Fucking but you fucking tool. Do, uh, Josh also said this. I'm sorry, Big Daddy also said the same thing. But they're not just regular pit vipers. They flip up. <laughs> okay, maybe <laughs> they we so right. They they make it a little, little bit better. They're so bad they're cool, right? Uh, Hold on, I let me. I can I can show them to you real quick. I was gonna say, do you have them? I uh, know they're so. I'm. I really hope they come tomorrow so I can wear them on Sunday because we don't have a game next week for Fourth of July. So I'm really hoping that uh, I get them tomorrow. Let's see. No, that's not what I wanted. God damn it. Anyways, Dominic, why don't you filibuster for a second while I try to find these? Well, I'm going to filibuster. Uh, Harley newer. I, I want, yeah. I want to say uh, thank you to all the fans out there for putting up with me and Brandon. You know, we, we've both said some questionable things in this podcast for. Psychosis fucking... was supposed to be on this podcast to fill in for me, yeah. but he canceled. What, I what, think what we've an been asshole. doing this for what, 200 and what? This is our 293? I believe it is 293. So. 293 episodes i've said some stupid things brendan's been an asshole i've almost died he's been in other states but countries but i didn't do a podcast then what what, what was that what was that studio uh, audience and almost got canceled well i if you think about it he's been more gang he's been closer to getting canceled than i have uh correction uh episode 292 oh is that 292 292 292 but, anyways but you know, thank you to the fans and to all that that all to all that participate and help us out, Mister X. Oh, look at those fucking there, there. There's the glasses, Dominic. The the heaters. I mean, I'm gonna say by your stunned silence, it means you absolutely love them. What about that? You love that? Yes, that's what I thought. Look, this is gonna be me right here. Flip on, flip mouth. What's what's that on his fucking mouth? With his mustache. He has a fucking goatee, but then he has fucking. He fucking gels a little strand of hair to make him have what? This guy is a fucking. Brandon, this just fucking flips it. These are fucking terrible. Well, too bad we're not live stream anymore. Well, not anymore, just not this well, episode. For now, this this episode, because Dominic didn't want to see people. So I was debating between the ones I got, these red ones, the heaters, or the 93 Dusk flip-offs, which is like better. These are a fucking hundred bucks? Well, I was thinking about getting some other glasses, but everything else are quite expensive. Sunglasses are expensive, Dominic. I wouldn't know. I don't own a pair. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I, I get some new, maybe I was going to get some new Oakleys, but like the cheapest Oakleys is like $150. Yeah, you know, sunglasses are for bitches. 
well, Dominic has transition shades. Yeah, boy. So he doesn't need sunglasses. His son, he got two for one glasses. Just like I'm going to get two for one flippers, even though, well, I don't know what the other one, like you flip them on. So I'll give you sons. something to flip, you little bitch. Yeah. 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 Anywho, what are we going to do for our 300th episode, by the way? Like, do we, are we going to, I don't like... know. Uh, what, well, what is that? That's two months away. Uh, we got to change our app. We got to change our theme song. So anybody, if you've got any theme songs, any songs you'd like uh, for us to put in here, yeah. let us know. Let's sound off in the comments. But I don't know. Has to be wrestling what... related. Uh, kind of. Well, okay. So we're, where are we at now? Mm. This is, so this is 292, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So August 18th weekend thereabout will be the uh 300th episode unless you know we cancel a week or something happens which the A's do have a game that weekend but we'll see what happens we'll figure it out we'll figure it out maybe maybe we can try to get a special guest to come on that's not tyler oh i don't i don't think i ever want him back on this podcast honestly i don't think i don't think i want him here anymore why not you know i just i, I feel like he just used us you know, for clout. You know, he he signed the uh, contract, and I I believe that's like his most interactive tweet he's ever had. So he's the you know, exactly. He we, we made him go viral. Exactly. We we he he used us for his own gang, and and then he just fucking pulls out faster than a fucking you know, pullout fucking, game is real strong. Yeah. And, you know, you know, and then and then he just happens to to pop on whenever he wants, you know, which is few know. and far between. Exactly, you know, we have to beg and plead for him to come on just for just for a couple of hours. Some fucking bullshit, man. I, I'm I'm going through his pictures that he posted on Twitter. Kind of forgot he just drunkenly posted selfies of us at Revolution. That's fun. Look at that. He for immediate post. release curveballs and chair shots, and he posted the. Infamous contract, three retweets, three quotes, and ten likes. Tyler, you're you're so welcome. He's a fucking megastar because of us. You're what? Yeah. Look at that. I don't even know who else. Look at that. Uh, Studion's favorite, Danny Sherman, liked the tweet. Uh, shout out Alex. Shout out Brito. Shout out Fredward. Mister X. Big Fluff thirteen. Gooba underscore thirty four. Curveballs and sure shots. And Brandon Tagooba. Shit, all those people go. Even Danny. Amazing. Chiku. Okay. 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 Uh anyways. Yes. That's that's it for <clears throat> the, the bullshit episode part of the uh, episode. Uh, I mean moving were, on to the yeah. what? Oh, what? What? What are you gonna move on to before I interrupt? I was gonna talk about the NBA. Oh, because you never asked me you know you never really talked about me pooping in Spokane Valley. Oh, Dominic. Or do you want to, we can save that for later? It's fine. The floor is yours. The floor is yours. No, no, no. We'll save it for later. No, because then I'm gonna bring it up next week and then you're gonna forget about it. No, like we'll bring it like I'll just we'll just be a little, you know, for those people that come just for my poop stories. Maybe they have to wait for the whole podcast. And you know, maybe not the whole thing. Maybe maybe we'll sprinkle it in right before questions. Maybe. So NBA, which is the only sports we'll talk about. Uh, before we get into the the questions and Dominic's poops, uh, very <laughs> warrior related, 
as it usually is on this podcast, as first, Draymond Green opted out of his player option, so he is free to go wherever he wants. We also didn't really talk about Bob Meyer uh, leaving and then Mike Dunleavy being the new GM. Uh, he had his press conference on Monday. He was like, oh, yeah, Jordan Poole, he's going to be a key component to this team for the next four years. And then what does he do two to three days later? He trades his ass to the Wizards and gets Chris Paul for – well, he trades Chris Paul for – Jordan Poole, some other schmuck, and some first-round picks in like 10 years. Dominic, uh, we talked a little bit about this a couple days ago when it happened. I don't think either one of us loves the move, but uh, as our resident NBA expert, what do you think of this? Well, I mean, if this is their way of picking between Draymond or Jordan Poole and they're like, hey, we'll get rid of Jordan, you know, bring in Chris Paul, you know, would would that make Draymond a little happy? I think so, maybe. I think Jordan, I think Draymond will be like, you know, hey, I, you know, that shit, that that whole season was just so fucking ass backwards because of the whole video game leaked in it. If that video didn't get leaked, I think everybody would have been in the dark and everybody would have been just more like, okay, Draymond doesn't want to be there and things would be different. But I think my point of view is. You trade pool, you bring in Chris Paul, a fucking seasoned vet, fucking, you know, one of the top point. Well, he was one of the top point guards. I don't know about that anymore, but, you know, I, I think being a, a, a good bench player, you know, I think he can really help out the team. And I think that him coming in will make Draymond be like, okay. Maybe, maybe I sign, maybe I don't. I, I think Draymond's going to go for the bag and he's going to go wherever, you know, whatever team wants to pay him the most. I, I don't think Draymond, Draymond has enough rings, if you think about it, you know. He doesn't, I mean, granted, if he wins more, great for him, but I don't think he's looking to to win rings. I think he's he's just more, give me the fucking money. But the other thing, though, is do people really want to put up with Draymond? I mean, technical fouls and fucking just... I mean, don't get me wrong. He's 10 times better than when he was when he was a rookie in his second season. But do people really want to put up with that attitude and that fucking mindset? It's like, you know, it it it, it costs the Warrior games. I mean, I think him being suspended for that game six, whatever, when they lost to the Cavs in game seven, I think that hurt the Warriors so fucking much because of, of his selfishness. So, I, I mean, I'd be surprised to see who takes him and for how much. If he doesn't go back to the Warriors. Yeah, I think the CP3 trade is kind of overshadowed and kind of makes people forget like, oh, yeah, Draymond's not with the Warriors right now. But I agree. It's going to be interesting to see what he can get because the Warriors are already paying Steph a super max. They're paying uh, Clay a hefty amount. Steph is definitely worth it. Clay can be argued you're kind of paying for what he was, not what he is now. Draymond, maybe even more so, but I think Draymond's a better player today than what clay is right now just because clay isn't exactly what he used to be draymond's relatively what he used to be so and you only have like a certain i forget what the exact number is like 120 and they're paying like 80 million or something already to clay and steph so how much can you actually get for draymond and if draymond if this is like his last hurrah last big contract then i mean get your money boo boo you got your rings go get the bag even though he's making podcast money, I think he's, you know, a Nike athlete. So he doesn't like need the money, but 
if he wants to go home and play for the Pistons, who are kind of a rising team, that could be a fun signing if he were to go get them or go somewhere else. I mean, maybe he goes to the Spurs and he can be with Victor Wembanyama, and he can be kind of the the veteran leadership and the veteran presence in a in a in a young struggling uh, team. I don't know, but the, the CP3 to the Warriors trade, it was puzzling. Just straight up CP3 for Jordan Poole. You're trading your future. Troubled it may be because he definitely did not do very well this season. For a guy who's 38, he's going to be the backup point guard. But, you know, sitting on it, I don't – let's just say I don't hate it as much. I still don't like the move. I think if you're going to trade for Jordan Poole, you should have got someone younger and possibly someone to fill that Draymond void, whether it's a straight up, you know, four or maybe a five or a three. I don't. I just wonder, you know, what are you going to get out of this out of CP three? Like Kyle Lowry was a good piece for the the Heat last year as a veteran backup point guard, yeah. and the and the Warriors desperately need like a, a solid bench, like second unit, because when Steph wasn't on the court, that team was just terrible. And yeah. Paul was supposed to be that leader on the second unit, but he wasn't that. And so I guess Chris Paul could kind of fill that void, but he can only fill that void for like a year or two. We saw on the Suns, he was supposed to be, you know, veteran leadership and whatever the case may be. And he was hurt. And then what happened? The Suns lost. So not only can you not trust him because of his age, he's also brittle at this stage and he might not be there when you need him. Well, I mean, you, I, I would believe, I believe Gary Payton's coming back. I mean, you you have some young core there still that are, you know. But you thought you were building off the back of, you know, Jordan Poole and uh, Kaminga and, and fucking Moses Moody and well, the other. center that they that they just traded that they traded away. Oh, um, Wiseman. Yeah, Wiseman flamed out. Jordan Poole had his his moment two years ago, but he, and then he paid him, and after he got his money, he didn't really do too well. So. Yeah, well, in in the classic curveballs and chair shots motto, we'll have to wait and find out. Amen about that. Uh, the NBA draft was yesterday. Victor Wibanyama went number one overall, as everybody thought. The last two times uh, the Spurs got the number one pick, uh, it kind of panned out for them. So, or the, I mean, everyone's just hyping this up as this guy's a slam dunk, going to be Hall of Famer, you know, Greatest talent since LeBron James. You know, he's 7'4 and athletic. I don't know at that frame how he can, his body will hold up. Hopefully it does. I mean, we said the same thing about Zion, that he's a an unstoppable force. And then, you know, he ends up getting hurt all the time and he's fat and he's banging porn stars and <laughs> who who knows what's going on with him. But uh, I, I mean, I hope Victor, you know, I hope Wembenyan got to slow down. Don't want to do another tongue twister. Yes, yes, please. Victor Wembenyama. Hopefully he, I mean, hopefully he pans out, but also as someone, you know, on the West, you kind of don't want to see the Spurs have another well, 10 year dynasty. I think the difference between him and Zion, um, I mean, I'm not talking, you know, Zion's power. I'm not talking about all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about where he ended up. The Pelicans aren't, I mean, I'm, you know, when you can get in trouble in New Orleans, it's hard to get in trouble in San Antonio. Well, yes, that, but San Antonio, your head coach, is you know Greg Popovich is not gonna fucking put up with bullshit. 
I don't give a fuck that you're the overall the first draft pick. I don't give a fuck that you're a stud. I don't give a fuck all this other shit. If you don't fucking play, you're on the fucking bench. Whereas the Pelicans, they're kind of like, oh, we need Zion. We're going to suck his dick until he can fucking dunk again. You know, let's give him some cheeseburgers. Help him out. It's like, no, no, no. Fucking Greg Popovich is going to fucking put this boy to fucking work. And I think that's going to be the difference between I like him and how Zion. you said boy. Sorry, my voice is really fucking <laughs> raggy. I, I'm a real boy. I can't fucking do it. I can't fucking do voices. Oh, this is fucking terrible. Anyways, shout out the Charlotte Hornets. I got a great shooter in Brandon Miller. Good for you. Uh, doesn't look like the city of Charlotte was very happy about that. Also, shout out uh, Michael Jordan. Looks like he's selling the Charlotte Hornets. Who knows what's going to go on with that? But can, can that we is buy them yet? Maybe. Okay. Well, I mean, if I could buy a sports team, I ain't buying the Charlotte Hornets. Buy the Oakland Athletics. Even but they're not selling. I know. It's a damn shame. Any hoot, uh, that's it for the sports talk, unless you want to – don't really want to go over the MLB standings. I, I'm sh- Well, I don't know if Mr. X, if Mr. X sent his questions yet. That he Braves – He did. He, that Braves-Reds game today, absolutely fucking insane. The the Reds have won 12 in a row. They beat the Reds 11-10. to 10. Ellie De La Cruz gets a cycle, first cycle since motherfucking Eric Davis in 89 – uh, Joey Votto, motherfucker, still bangs. He's got he had two home runs today. I mean, the Reds are just fucking cooking, and Brandon, they are. Please get Mr. X's cock out of your mouth, please. Well, can I have it? I, I, I like baseball, and I like to at least root for one team that is winning. Even though the A's did he get a win today, they are at twenty wins by June twenty third. I mean, everybody clap it up for the A's. They got twenty wins. They are like halfway there to not be the worst team in MLB history but anyway well, that's the great. Cincinnati Reds have a one and a half game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers and Dominic I am sorry to say the Pittsburgh Pirates are 35 and 40 and are five and a half back of the division and in fourth place of the central so yeah I don't and they're one and nine in their last 10 so I, they did win today don't think we're gonna be going to Pittsburgh I don't yeah don't know if we're going to go on that. Wait, was uh, it they had to win the division or they just made playoffs? They said to make the playoffs. I listened back specifically. It just had to make the playoffs. I was hoping maybe they sneak in as a wild card and could just like play the Dodgers or we go to we go to L.A. or LA. something. But yeah. but no. With our maybe, lucky, it was or maybe they put the Giants in. or something. You never know. I never know. Giants, they're streaking. They uh, What did they go on? A 10-game winning streak until they lost yesterday to the Padres. And now they're, I mean, they've jumped the Dodgers and now they're in second place. But shout out those Diamondbacks. They're still fucking crushing it. Dominic's rookie of the year pick, Corbin Carroll. Didn't exactly go out on a limb, but still a great, possibly in the MVP race. You know, it's going to thank you. Kind of come. I know Dominic definitely just look up, you know, rookie prospects and just pick the top two guys in Gunnar Henderson and uh, Corbin Carroll. But hey, you don't know what the fuck I do, bro. Shut the fuck I, up. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you do. I don't know your, your, your I'm, process. I'm a, I got the MLB TV on my fucking phone, dog. You don't know what the fuck I do at work, homie. Well, usually, well. I mean, when you're at work, usually there's not a game on. Shut the fuck up and keep fucking doing what you're doing, you little bitch. Yes, daddy. Moving on. Uh, well, speaking of what you do at work, Dominic, this is a perfect transition to talk about your Spokane Valley poop. Well, everybody, if you've made it this far, I will divulge on some tasty poop. Is that too seductive for pooping? I don't know. I don't like how you use the word tasty and poop in the same sentence, but <laughs> go ahead. We don't no. kink shame around here, but I was you, boo. I was working 
and I, I literally had one more house to go mark uh, on this little, it's like a mini project. They're replacing the gas main. And so I was like, okay. And I, and I grabbed my stuff and I get back to my car to drive up like two, two houses so I can, you know, get a little AC on me. some hot. And as soon as I sat down, I was like, mm, no, I better go find a bathroom. So I put and there's a construction site right behind me. And I'm like, oh, OK, I'm going to go poop in there. There's a porta potty right there. I pull in and I have to drive around all the fucking machinery and it's plopped right next to where everyone's working. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to shit there because that's, you know, I, I got to go. I ain't got to go that bad. And then I was like, oh, wait, I remember first thing in the morning off Pines. I was like, there's a fucking porta potty in that little fucking tennis court. I'm like, I'm about to go there. Drove over there. I fucking they just cleaned it out. So it was like low water or whatever chemical they fucking put in there. I fucking, you know, reference was going to your house, a possibility. Yes, but it would have been an extra. Maybe like six, seven minutes to drive there when this was like two minutes from where I was at. So I was like, okay, this is the better choice. I mean, if it was filthy or you in use, I would have just drove home. But but I uh. So I get there and I park and I get out and I nonchalantly walk to the porta potty because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want people to. Th- no, no, no. I just started talking about my shit. Um, and it's just cleaned out like yesterday. And I put some toilet paper on the seat and I just dropped her out and it just sh- comes out like a fucking shotgun shell. Just. It felt so fucking good, Brandon. Like, oh, it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, for someone, you, I mean, you've never pooped in public, whatever, but that fucking feeling of just stomach ache to fucking no stomach ache is probably one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. And I'll wipe and, you know, walk out and, you know, just, it was like a good, like, six minute poop, just poop, 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 hang out for a second, make sure I don't got to poop again, wipe and get out. It's a great time. Great time. Recommend recommend that porta potty. Beautiful. So if you guys are in the Spokane Valley area, check out that porta potty. Uh not as gruesome, but I may have had a Dominic like poop yes Wednesday when I went to the bathroom, went pee, and then I go back out to watch Dynamite. And then like five minutes later I realize, oh no, I got a shit. And shout out my cousin and shout out his friend. Uh they were in the room right next door, and I tried not to blow it up. But I kind of did, but I didn't blow it up like Dominic blow it up. But it was not a, a steady. It was not a, a steady log. We'll just say that. So there you go. There's your brain and poop for the yay for the next six so months. Brandon our, pooped and I pooped. Good job, everybody. You pooped at today. Did I, have, did I poop today? How do you not know if you pooped today? Shouldn't you poop at least once a day? Well, that's what I was thinking. Because if I did, it was like a little one. Well, I also didn't really eat that much. I've I had my. Friday chicken nuggies because I'm an adult. Also mm-hmm. tried out a the strawberry ultra dream monster. I think that's what it's called, but it's a strawberry monster, zero sugar. Yeah. It's okay. Uh wouldn't put it over the white or the peach monsters, but or even the pineapple monster. Uh do you remember when you had your first energy drink, by the way? Like your first one ever? I don't know. Because I know mine off the top of my head, like like it was fucking yesterday. I don't know if this is the first one. It might be the first one I've ever had, but Village Realtors uh, majors, so I'm like 11, 
10, 11 years old. Middle school, yeah. Shout out uh, Ricky Shabray, his brother Bobby, brought in hyphy juice for all of us, and we were taking shots of hyphy juice during the game. Oh, shit. You guys were getting hyphy? Oh, shit. So that's – I don't know if that's – it probably is the first one because I didn't really start drinking energy drinks a lot until – not even, I mean, even kind of like after high school, to be honest. So that probably was the first time I had an energy drink. My first energy drink, Bohannon Middle School Dance, Friday night. They sold rock stars. And I'm like, what the fuck is a rock star? And I fucking cracked that bitch open and I fucking drink that shit. Thought I was fucking drunk. I was fucking lit, fucking on the dance floor, just uh, 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 uh. Well, no, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking on the dance floor. I mean, I was on the dance floor, just fucking like grinding and like twerking and shit. And okay, what year is this? This was probably it's twerking on probably some dudes. Um, yeah, probably this is, this is middle school, or, so you know the girls are on one side and the and the guys are on the other side. Exactly. It was either sixth or seventh grade. I think it was sixth grade. Oh, so it wasn't eighth grade. So I didn't sell you this rock star. No, because I think that was the only time I've ever fucking seen those rock stars. Because I don't, I don't think they've think, ever. I don't even think I wore well, I know I set up the dances, but I don't even think I really work the dances. Because if you set them up, you don't have to work them. No, you yeah, set it up no. and you tear it down, but you also tear up the dance floor. Anyway, but yeah, so that was my first energy, and I, I remember I told myself from that point, I was like, I'm never doing that again, and I don't think I drank a energy drink up until I think I started working at Utiliquest. Because that's where the Studions was working at. That's when she started first started at the Warriors, and she told me about the yellow Red Bulls, and I fucking which are love those, filled with sugar, which were fucking amazing. And I used to drink when I worked at UtiliQuest in Dublin. Shout out Dublin! Shout I would out. always get like a yellow Red Bull and like two Jack Leaf Jack Link teriyaki beef sticks, and that was like my fucking go to snacks. Alrighty then. So there you go. Everybody sound off in the comments. Tell us where your uh, first energy drink experience was. Mine was in a San Lorenzo Little League dugout. And Dominic's was at the Bohannon Middle School something dance. So I was getting litty. Like it's slow dancing with like the same girl every year or two girls every year. I was a pin. And, and those girls would be. I don't want to fucking name drop them. You know, they may be fans. You don't want to dox them. And the studio exactly. is in smacking range. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's move on into the everyone's favorite segment, the fan mail segment. Someone is back after a one week hiatus because he is also a hardworking man, just like Dominic. Uh, so, Dominic, it's time for the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. I might need you to do some harmonies because my voice is bad, but let's do this. It is time for Mr. X and J. Rose. Questions week. Bump bump. So let's move over to the Instagram where we got Big Fluff 13. I wonder who this anonymous person is. They ask if you could also this person looks very dapper. Maybe they're heading out to a middle school dance and gonna slam a rock star. If you could create a baseball team, who would you draft first? Trout, Otani, or Judge? Well. Big Fluff 13, the automatic no doubt one you think would be Otani. But it's like, what are you drafting? Are you drafting them right now? Are you drafting them for their entire career? Because if we, we we forget Otani, a little shaky there at the beginning. Now, been crushing it the last few years. Superstar, 
hopefully he crushes it for the next eight to 10 years. And that's why I, I, I take a pause. Do you take Trout as a rookie and you get like 11 years of like the greatest hitter of all time? And then he's kind even with him falling off. He's still a fucking fantastic player. Or do you take Otani who maybe struggles a little bit early, just highest of high peaks and maybe flames out in the next couple of years? I guess you're not even thinking about Judge. He's just already off the table. No, fuck Judge. It's between the real decision is between Trout and Otani, in my opinion. Love Judge, nor cow guy, but it's Trout or Otani. You have to pick one. Well, if I have to, to pick head, one. You have to pick one right now. If I'm now. starting a baseball team right now and I have to pick one, I. You know what? Hot take. I'm taking Trout. I'll take Trout. He's there every single day. He's on defense. His hitting could argue was better in his prime prime than Otani is right now. So give me Trout. And hopefully I can get up. Hopefully I can get a pitcher. But it's also like you can, you know, I would say Trout's a better hitter than Otani in his prime. But can you find another pitcher somewhere else that's as good as Otani? Because right now Otani is leading the angels in like almost literally every single category pitching and hitting, which is insane. Well, I would, I would, I would probably lean towards trout as well, just because of the fact that, you know, I think if, if you're going from day one to now, I think trout has kind of been the proven track record, like you said, and, but Shohei has, you know, you know, probably will have a little bit longer of career as long as nothing happens. So, and plus, you know, he, he may not even be an angel next year. You never know. Probably will not be an angel. He's probably gonna be a Dodger next year. Let's be honest. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a giant or maybe John Fisher tries to put his money where his mouth is and signs Otani. And be like, look, Las Vegas, I'm, I can make money moves, even though there's no way he can afford Otani right now. Cause he's crying broke and he's got to build a new stadium and he's still got to play at Coliseum for a year. If the A's sign Otani, I will come back to work for the A's next year. Oh, well, I, was hoping, I was hoping to be a little more uh, lucrative for me, but okay, whatever. What, well, what, what, how, what does that mean? I mean, I was thinking like you buy me season tickets or something like that. I don't know. Oh, why would you, first off, why would you want season tickets to the Oakland A's in 2024? I mean, it's just it's for the bit. It's funny. I'd rather pay for hotel. I'd pay for an all expense paid trip to Pittsburgh for a playoff game. How about you just pay for double or nothing? All expenses paid. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Anyways, staying at at the uh, Instagram, J-Row is back. Shout out J-Row in the DMs where he's got the J-Row threesome. First off, we uh, got a, a uniform question. I like this one. Who has the ugliest uniforms in the MLB? Or sorry, in MLB, not in the MLB because it's not it's not the Major League Baseball. It's in Major League Baseball. Anyway, so I, I mean, I, I guess we I, should. I just... don't know if mine's going to be a hot take, but I've never liked the uniform whatsoever. Well, you didn't say the team. Well, because I'm afraid to say it because I might get hated for it. So we're not going to go off the grid and be like the City Connects. By the way, first off, Dominic, thoughts on the Pittsburgh Pirates City Connects? They're all right. Yeah, I like them. You know, they're not 
They're not, know. I mean, they're not different color. They're still, yeah. uh, you know, black and yellow. Shout out Wiz. I saw Wiz got like some pelvic injury. So, T's and P's. T's and P's to, to our boy Wiz. Hmm. All right, Dominic. Well, you know, let's save your hot takes. I'm thinking mine's a particular hot take. I'm going to go with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I, it's, it's between either the Diamondbacks or the Marlins. But I'll go with the Diamondbacks, maybe just because I like, eh. I don't like either one of their uniforms, but I kind of like the black and blue contrast of the Marlins a little bit more. So I'm not a fan of the Diamondbacks. You know, it's red. It's kind of basic. And then they kind of fuck it. I, I think they still have it where they have like that blue outline. Like it's just a random fucking blue on their uniforms. I do not like. So uh, it's kind of hard to fuck up a baseball uniform. So I'll go with the Diamondbacks. Dominic, what's your hot take? I cannot fucking stand the fucking pinstripes. Ooh, just any like, pinstripes, or does that have to be the Yankee pinstripes? Yankee pinstripes. I cannot fucking stand them. I think those are the fucking most. Uh, I almost, I almost said a word that will get you canceled nowadays, but they're the fucking most idiotic fucking uniform. I mean, I understand back in the day that was like, oh my god, fucking you're a Yankee, you're great, but that the pinstripes, I just fucking hate them with a the passion. Well, I don't hate them as much as Dominic does, but not my, you know, not my favorite. Obviously, the Yankees, there's a certain rage and certain hater that kind of comes out when you see them. But I mean, I would say they're they're very basic, and I would like maybe they go back in time and they could have done like the eh, like the all whites, like like the Babe Ruth days or what you call it. But I don't know. I agree. I mean, I, I'm not going to agree as much as you hate them, but I think there are better pinstripes out there. Like, I absolutely slob all over the, the Padres pinstripe jerseys, both away and home. I love those jerseys. Uh, Cubs, I like the Cubs, just a nice bright blue pinstripe. But, but those Yankee pinstripes, yuck. Yankee pinstripes, fucking disgusting. Yeah. Question number two. What was the most disturbing movie scene you ever seen? So once again, not the biggest movie guy and also not like the biggest scary movie guy. So I don't have like same, the, same. the biggest catalog. But if you're going to say like most disturbing movie scene. One that kind of stuck out. I should have probably thought about this before because he sent this at 630 in the morning. I should have maybe gone over this a little bit more. But the one that popped into my mind would be Final Destination 3, which is kind of the only one I've watched. Like all the way through. Is that the one with the carnival ride one? Or is that the uh, yes, the one? roller coaster one. Oh, okay. And shout out, uh, that's the movie where Big Daddy saw his first boob because it has the tanning scene, the tanning bed scene, which is a, a gruesome and kind of cool scene. But that's not what I was going with. I'm going to go with one of the, I forget if they're in high school or in college, but there's the the dude who's like the football player. I, I don't know, you know, some guy. He's, he's working out, I think it's a chest press or something. And like the, the weights collapse in on him and just the weights just fucking pancake his head and he, his head explodes and goes everywhere. And, you know, not flexing, but as someone who goes to the gym, I kind of think about that like, oh, I wonder if that would ever happen to me one day. That would not be fun. So uh, guy lift heavy enough. Sorry, bud. I know guy getting his head fucking exploded on. That would be one. I mean. I think I might have talked about it before here, but 
the the one the movie and also that, just like the entire uh human centipede franchise yeah i've only watched like 10 minutes of it and i just like i'm not into this shit um, first one's good second one's kind of bad third one just an abomination um but yeah i i think i've talked about it before here and i think i got ridiculed for it by tyler i think but i'm not a, i'm not a scary movie guy i've never liked them um, the reason being was when I was like fucking six or seven, I don't know, um, uh, went to my neighbor's house down the street and all the older kids were going to watch Jason X. And uh, the reason I was so intrigued on it was because the first, you know, few minutes of it is a lot of like girl on girl like titties and stuff i'm like oh this is fucking amazing oh my god and then next thing you know jason comes in and fucking like chops their fucking head off and is fucking going terrorizing them in fucking space and she turns into super jason and shit and he's just it's fucking crazy and i mean you know going back and watching it now i i don't understand why i was so fucking afraid but being you know six seven and seeing someone get stabbed and fucking mutilated and fucking ripped apart and shit it, it was kind of scary for me and then uh i mean not that and then another thing not that this was a movie but uh for during the michael jackson uh trials i was uh, terrified of michael jackson okay so, all right i then i we were in vacation in lake tahoe and i could not sleep because i kept dreaming michael jackson was in that hotel room with me okay Yes. Good to know. Trauma. Dominic has a, has a fear of Michael Jackson. Uh, then number three, this one's a little more up your alley. What is the best bite size candy ever? What the fuck and is that supposed to mean up my her. alley? The fuck? You like your bite size candies? No, I fucking don't I like king size, bitch. I'm okay, a fat so, ass. Okay, so I underappreciated your fatness. I'm a fat bitch. Let's eat. Well, I mean, you, you don't like your like little, you know, M&Ms or your little gummies or little smaller things. You like just big ass fucking mega 10 by 10 Hershey bars or whatever. Oh, OK, hey, now 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 you're crossing a fucking line. Well, you said I was I said king you. size. I like a king size like Reese's Cups uh, and peanut M&Ms, Snickers bars, Twix bars. Oh, yeah, Twix bars. Well, I think every one of those except for a Twix bar would be considered a bite-sized candy. Well, I mean, what's the definition of bite-sized candy? I don't know. So, I mean, I guess you could go down the route of like Halloween candy where everything's bite-sized, but I was almost thinking like the the regular form, like just the standard thing is a bite-sized candy. You know what? We're going to check the Google. What is a yeah, bite-sized yeah, candy? Yeah, you need to Google this and we need we need fucking answers because to me bite-sized candy is it's like just any cat, it's just any candy. No, it's to me, bite-sized candy would be like a smaller version of a normal candy. So like a Snickers bar, a normal Snickers bar, a bite size would be, like you said, Halloween would be a bite-sized candy. And then and then you go bite-sized candy snicker. Well, I mean, I guess from, I mean, I think it's like it could be the same thing because like you can get pretty much a smaller size of anything. Yeah. I but, mean I mean shit, you can get but I, but I'm penises, saying like a like a, a Snickers mini is like technically something different than like a Snickers. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, technically, we're not just saying like oh, you know, one bite of a Snickers. We're going. My doctor's here. Hang on one second. 
Oh, and shit, it was ripping everything out of the fucking computer. God damn it. Yeah, now your audio quality is even better now. Oh, it's even better now? Yeah. So what am I doing? Tell me if it's hot. You, you said something and I put a teaspoon of honey. Oh, you put a teaspoon of honey in it. Thank you, babe. It's really hot, by the way. No shit. You better fucking drink it. What's in it again? None of your fucking business. So I'm just expected to fucking drink this and I mean ow, 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 ow. Well, it won't be the first time the studio honest has drugged one of us on the podcast. You're not fucking ruin my computer. Ruined your computer. Why would I ruin your computer? Man, this is our computer. Okay. One sip. Everybody knows the test. Let's see. Uh, it's How hot is it? How hot is it? Is it? Shit. Can you hear was me? that homemade recipe? Was that your favorite bite-sized candy, Dominic? I'm sorry, I, I, I am plugged again. What was that? Was that homemade recipe your favorite bite-sized candy? What homemade recipe? The thing you just downed. I, I, I took a tiny sip of tea. Well, we can't see anything, okay? So how am I supposed to know? From any, from what I could tell, I thought you're eating like some fucking spoonful of sugar, honey, and antacid. Wow. Or something. Once again, know. spoonful of sugar because you think I'm a fat ass. You know, what? fuck you, Brandon. I'm not that fat. Sugar. He said that I'm eating sugar. I'm a fat piece. He called me a piece of shit. Can you believe that? Oh my god, I keep getting disconnected. Anyways, dumb. I keep getting disconnected. I'm getting fucking pissed off. The original question was your favorite bite-sized candy. And who really cares the proper definition of a bite-sized candy? It can be a smaller because every let's be honest, these days there's a smaller version of everything. So Dominic, what would you say is your favorite bite-sized candy, whether that is something you go to the grocery store and buy or your favorite Halloween candy that you find that happens to be bite-sized? Because hmm. I got one, you know, more of a, a sweet guy than sweet slash sour guy than like a chocolate guy. I like chocolate, but if I'm going to get candy or something, I'd rather kind of go with the sweet or sour route. Uh, I will go with something I still have all the way back from Easter because I'm trying to savor them and don't want them to go to waste or, you know, go away too quickly. But give me some nerds clusters. Schmackin. Shout out Miguel. He had some nerds clusters last week. He Shared never had you? them before. Oh, they're fucking amazing. Um, see, and I'm kind of like the other way. I would prefer chocolate over sweet stuff. Um, I would say you let me build my own C's candy box. I would be happy. Okay. So just so a nice C's candy assortment. Yes. I mean, if, if I have to be very specific, I would say I like their chocolate covered like nuts and almonds. And then I do like their, like, I think if they're, I think they're the Bordeaux's, I think, but you know, whatever. I like C's chocolate. I think my grandfather sends us a box every Christmas and it lasts us like three days. I'm always trying bit. to I'm always trying to get the uh chocolate marshmallow one. I'm like the chocolate marshmallow caramel. Yes, one. exactly. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah, those are fucking delicious. Mm -hmm. The chocolate marshmallow or like the marshmallow caramel ones. Right, right. All right. 
Let's see, I could be a fat ass too. Anyways, if you would like to be like Big Fluff 13 or a Johnny Roca, send in the questions on Instagram, Curveballs and CS. We also take submissions on Twitter, also at Curveballs and CS. Everything, all the pertinent links and everything is in the description down below. Dominic, what does Mr. X have to say on <clears throat> Well, he starts off with a howdy. How are we doing? How about them Reds? Well, it's funny that you say that, Brandon. Because he says the exact same thing. How about them fucking Reds? He said, is it too early to say that Elia de la Cruz? Or Ellie. Whatever. It's Elia. He's going to be Elia to me because he's so beautiful. Elia Dragunov? Maybe. Well, will Ellie de la Cruz, will, will he be a game changer when he's only played several games of the majors? Well, when did he exactly send this, uh, these questions in, Dominic? He sent them in uh, uh, 8.39. PM? 8.39? I've had that longer than that. It must have been AM. Hang on, time out. Because that would be a minute ago, and you said he sent in questions like 20, 30 minutes ago. Hang on, what the fuck? He's also in Central Time, so maybe that messes up. Oh, he sent us another question today. Ooh, Wait, is that also per- is that hang also on, about the what the fuck is going on here right now? Oh, okay. Oh, that oh, I was on two weeks ago. My fault, fam. I clicked the wrong one. Well, I know he, he says, asked he asked us a question about is Reds the is the Reds America's team last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so. Two weeks ago, that was the is Ellie De La Cruz. Last week was are the Reds America's team. And this week he says hello again, America's team. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, fucking America's team. Twelve in a row. Ellie De La Cruz is a game changer. He is a superstar. Watch your ass, Corbin Carroll. Ellie might have only played, you know, a handful of games, but he's a fucking superstar, and he's coming for that ass. So yes, so my fault. Sorry, Mister X. I'm 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 sick. Leave me alone. Yeah, he's got um, the brain fog, extra brain fog. Yeah, I went two weeks ago. This is this is terrible. So Anyways. not only did he he didn't only go back in time, he skipped last week's as well. Yeah. So he just I don't even know how he even got there. I I, I don't know, but yes, he says hello again. Hello everybody. Hello, hello. Mister X. You're the best. Um, thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and his use of psychedelics? Well, Mister Rodgers and your psychedelic dialectics. Um, why do you need a Mister Rodgers? Is my question. Because he needs to be one with the earth and also like find a hyper state of mind to see clearly, even though he said he didn't know what he was doing. He was leaning towards retirement before he took the drugs or, well, I guess he didn't take drugs. He went into his darkness retreat and he came out of seeing so clearly, even though I'm pretty sure he was going to go to the Jets the entire time. But I mean, I really don't care if the man wants to take psychedelics, if he wants to take acid and do whatever the fuck he's got to do, some do, you know, do some like ancient Aztec rituals then fucking do it as long as it's not hurting his on field or you know hurting his on field i guess on field performance or affecting him showing up to do his job i don't care i mean i don't care regardless i'm not a jets fan but you do you boo well i'm finding out brandon right now that i am going to be fucking dying on the toilet later well what did you just what what did the studio audience just lace you with that's the same thing well, this tea supposedly is going to just fucking 
beat the shit out of my body and make me feel better. But it's a ginger, garlic, turmeric, clove, cinnamon, lemon, and you said salt and pepper. You didn't say or pepper to activate the turmeric. Well, don't worry. I already put in the script to remind myself to ask you about that next week. So we will get an update on Dominic's tea poop and see how everything panned out. I, maybe he remembers, maybe he doesn't. I mean, but- I, I, like you smell it. It smells, oh, wow. It's like a good lemon, honey. Oh my God, this is so good. And you take a sip and you go like, God, it tastes like fucking garlic. Is that a bad thing? Kind of when... I don't want to be. I mean, fucking... I don't think I'd like the aftertaste, but if you tell me I just gotta like drink garlic and I'll be happy and I'll well, be that's better the thing. Than... It's it's like when you when it gets to the back of your tongue, down your throat, then you go fucking garlic. So I'll be tasting this for the next six hours. Exactly. Um, anyways, moving on, Mr. X's. Uh kind of already talked about this already. Will CP3 guarantee another title for the Golden State Warriors? I don't know. I don't know. We need help in the fucking middle. We need a big man. We can't have Kavon Looney do it all fucking by himself. And he's not even that big when there's bigger there's bigger fish in the pond than Kavon Looney. We're fucked. So see, I think I think if you, you bring in CP3, which is I'm trying to be on the bright side, you still need a dominant four five. Cause right now it's Steph Clay. Wiggins, we don't know who's going to replace Draymond and Looney. So who would replace fucking Draymond? Moses Moody? I can't think of anyone else that could be a big man that could fill that void. So. Well, let's see. What are the possible NBA free agents coming up? Just to kind of see, because if CP3 is signing like not vet men, but you know, relatively low. Uh, I mean, shout out Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's an under, is an unrestricted free agent. That's sweet. That would be fun. Oh, Indeed. we also didn't talk about uh, Porzingis getting traded to the uh, Porzingis is so fucking washed up. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love. I mean, we saw what Kevin Love did for the, the Heat, but that's more of like a second guy. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, that possibly. Uh, Harrison Barnes, he's a free agent. Mm. I guess I could have just done this by position. But, you know, there are some big guys out there. I don't, I haven't heard anything, but I mean, we already talked about it. If you're not going to pay Draymond a lot of money, the names we floated out there are going to demand more if, you know, around, if not more the same of that type of money. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think if Draymond tests the market and he realizes that, you know, if he thinks he's worth 400 million, and everyone's like, mm, we'll give you like two. It's like, okay, Warriors sign me for 250 and I'll come back. You know what I mean? Like maybe the Warriors can catch a break on him or something. But, you know, do the CP3 alone win Warriors win a championship? No. So agreed. As uh, it currently stands right now, no. Yes. So, uh, we'll title, well, they're going on some wrestling. Will any title changes take place at Forbidden Door this weekend? Um, I don't think so. I don't see why you would want to change titles. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... Th- uh, well, I can pull up the the thing right now, but 
obviously the big matches, the IWGP and AEW titles, they're not changing. Um, well, I could say Will Ospreay beating Kenny Omega for the IWGP US title. So I'll go with that one. Yeah, I can see that too. Then, yeah, now that you said, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because you kind of forget it's even for a title because you don't, Kenny, I mean, luckily Kenny's not walking around with the championship because there's already enough fucking belts in AEW, but that is for a championship. So I guess we'll go with that one. Um, Apparently, the rumors are true that Carlito has resigned with WWE. If so, will they have him join the NWLWO? Not the NWO, the LWO. Um, <clears throat> I think if he does, I, I I don't. Here's my thing. What's the LWO done since the whole thing with Bad Bunny and Judgment Day? Not a whole damn lot. So if you no, bring I mean, Car- they, they they wrote it out with Zelina a little bit, you know, she's had some some matches and she's in the money in the bank. But honestly, like Zelina is the one who's getting the most out of this right now. Exactly. Um, so if you bring in Carlito, I can part of me is like, yeah, it makes sense. But what do you have him do? Are you bringing him as a face, as a bait, as a heel? What what's his role going to be? Because my thing is you have Ray as your so-called leader. So if he comes in, is he going to be raised number two? Is he going to be, you know, the Damien, Damien priest to the Finn, to Finn, Bell? you know what I mean? Like the one to the two and the two wants to take the one spot, you know, and then that's just going to cause issues and everything. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very weary of seeing that happen unless it's strictly a, uh, you know, Hey, you know, we're going to sign you, but it's only going to, you're only going to be there, you know? You're going to be there for a couple TVs, a couple pay-per-views, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you're bringing in Carlito, I don't see him as like a, a super big like game-changer type guy. So, you know, sign him, bring him. Well, I think allegedly he's already signed. So just kind of have him there, fill out the depth. And I agree with you. Like, if he is in the LWO, he just kind of blend in and just be another one of the guys. I, I mean, at first, I think you have to have him face. You could turn him heel, and I think people will boo him. And so that kind of makes me intrigued to possibly just put him on Raw. You know, they LW's on SmackDown, put him on Raw. He can be his own guy. It gives you another heel to yeah. either go up against Cody and or Seth. Because the, you know, the heel side of things, like kind of like it just in general in wrestling is kind of thin. So like if they want to have him as a heel, which I don't know if that's the, well, I, I would say that's the best option, but I just don't know if the crowd will get behind him like that. But yeah, you know, they're, they're turning edge and they're turning Trish heel so might as well turn carlito heel well last but not least could you see finn winning the world heavyweight title at some point in the near future i guess just gets the world heavyweight title I, I don't really care too much about it so i think you could have him win it i i mean talked a little bit about this on the other podcast but i could see him absolutely beating the shit out of seth rollins seth rollins still wins but we do get a cash in next saturday on seth but 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 from who well stay tuned next week and find out who my pick is. yeah 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 oh yeah 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 okay 
Yeah! If I was quick with it, I could have like shared the audio and put a little John, but we're not doing that. I could just Jeez. always be, I guess I could like just always be sharing my audio, but then it would be a whole thing. We, as you saw last week, it glitches out sometimes and we wouldn't want yeah. that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny. Maybe I put in post. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Well, if you want to be like Mr. X, curveball and cs at gmail.com is the email you need to use when you send us your questions. If you want to be like Johnny and Big Fluff, curveballs and cs is the Instagram, uh, Twitter, curveballs and cs, which, you know, I, I, I highly doubt uh, anyone DM'd us on it, but, you know, just gonna, nope, nothing, none, none. And then uh, Facebook. Which... Are you sure? Because I thought maybe someone did uh, DM Curveballs and Share Shots. Maybe not recently, but oh, never mind. Never I mean, mind. We'll check. Uh, now we'll check the uh, tour, the Facebook right now. See. Uh... Yeah. No. It's just a uh, barren. Oh, look at this video. Has ten likes, two comments, two shares, and six hundred fifty-six views. What is this? A Tyler Gunderson tweet of these curveballs and share shots contract? July twenty-second, twenty nineteen. I look miserable. It's 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 our little video that we did in my backyard. Brandon's wearing his Macho Man shirt. I'm wearing my AW wrestling shirt. I look fucking stupid with my beard. Stupid fat. You stupid fat piece of shit. Ugly fucking bearded bitch. What is up, Internet? My name is and I realized watching this video back, Brandon. And chair shots. Yep. Podcast that talks about why? Why are you just fucking like you're not like engaged? We gotta we gotta redo this. Fuck, I gotta go. Should we should have done it last month? Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm getting any skinnier, so I don't know. Even though my you know my beard did look kind of full. Yeah. I mean, let's see. When was this? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I'm gonna be fatter, but I'm also stronger. Big, thick, strong boy. Maybe. Maybe. Well, anyways, we'll quickly uh, run through some AEW stuff and let. Well, Dominic, any thoughts on the bloodline? The bloodline's officially gone. Dominic, did you shed a tear? It's over. Damn. Tease and peace. Tease and peace. But a uh, collision was last Saturday. Uh, Dominic, any impressions on the, the CM Punk promo? It's been ruffling some feathers. Apparently, it's a ticking time bomb situation between CM Punk and the Elite. I know I'm kind of the, the CM Punk guy. I also like the Elite. And I know it's a kind of a complicated situation. But more and more, the Elite kind of seem like little pussies about the whole thing. Wow, you're uh, really sounding like CM Punk now. I'm just saying. I- I'm I'm drinking the CM Punk Pepsi Kool-Aid. What if he drinks Coke now? Ooh, that's a tough look to the brand. But if he drinks Diet Coke, well, welcome to the team, buddy. The superior Coke product. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, we do have Forbidden Door this Saturday for whatever fucking reason. Los Padres, the Mexican League, decided to schedule us for three a 3 p.m. game. So uh, I'm going to be a little late watching this. Uh, but it is 
set up to be an absolutely stacked show. Um, no injuries head into this one like last year. We're getting some some really good, some dream matches. Uh, starting off with the pre-show, we do have the Owen Hart Cup. That is starting off. It's actually starting on Saturday, I believe. But uh, Sunday, 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 we got Athena taking on Billy Starks. I think Athena will win. Hopefully, Athena can uh, get a little bit more of a push. Well, I know she's in ROH, but I think she's doing some good work over there, and I think she should be on a uh, higher level in being in front of the AEW audience, Dominic. Well, I think uh, Athena, she, I think when she debuted, it was a big, big ordeal. Pretty much the exact same thing as uh, Chris Statlander, only Chris Statlander won. Exactly. I'm talking about racist, right? I know. But I think it's just when I I think when they signed her, they were thinking like, okay, you know, X WWE, she's going to fucking make an impact. She didn't really make a big impact on the main roster. She was better in NXT. So it's just one of those things where it's not uh, she just didn't click with the audience. So, I mean, being that you know this may be this may help her but i don't i'm not looking into it as a this is her big break i think it's just gonna you know maybe push her with rrh a little bit more yeah i mean i kind of see her as i mean it's only an eight person tournament but i could see her making it to the finals maybe but on the other side of the bracket it's Bert baker Bert baker's already one maybe you have her be the two-time shadow doc but maybe i don't know uh so we'll go through it a lot of these matches kind of are you know where they're going and what the finish is going to be, except for kind of the 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 higher matches. Um, Adam Cole, Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler added to the show on uh, tonight or added to Sunday show on Rampage. Um, should be a really fun match. Uh, hopefully they kind of let loose a little bit. But I mean, Adam Cole for the win. And I think, you know, getting Tom Lawler on a on a high on a big stage will be fun. Hopefully uh, you know, he, he rips off his pants and he shows his skimpy little tight uh denim shorts that's always fun gets people going sorry i zoned out what i was talking about tom lawler whipping out his little fucking dinky shorts and maybe showing his dinky are you jealous that he can rock those shorts and you can't i mean i never said i couldn't rock those shorts i I probably can't fit into his shorts but i could rock shorts like that Even though studio audience might, you know, some people might say that I lost my ass. You did. But you should see it. It is very big right now. It was just here a month ago. It was not that big. You want to see it? <laughs> yeah. Show me your ass cheeks. Studio you want to see his ass cheeks? No. Oh, damn. Anyways, speak. Never mind. Tony Storm takes on Willow Nightingale. I'm just going in order of the Wikipedia, Dominic. Don't read it. No, no, I'm sorry. I just finished my tea and it was all garlic at the bottom. Tasty. Tony Storm takes on Willow Nightingale singles match for the AEW Women's Championship. We're actually getting a women's match on the card. Uh, I'd love to see it. I mean, technically it is a AEW New Japan match, but I guess just give me Tony Storm. Don't know where the fuck Saray has been at. Uh, This could have maybe possibly been uh, Mercedes Money. In this match, Monday. or maybe showing up, do we see a Mercedes Money appearance on the show? No, she has a broken ankle. Hello. I mean, she can show up. Doesn't mean she has to wrestle. Eh, I guess right. 
Okie dokie. We got a four-way match for the International Championship. Orange Cassidy defends against Zack Sabre Jr., Katsuyori, Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. Kind of wish they broke this match up into two singles matches, or at least just Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. straight up. But we're getting a four-way, so I guess we'll get some iteration of Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. for a little bit. Uh, Daniel Garcia is probably just put in there to eat the pin. Really enjoying Orange Cassidy's run right now as a champion. We keep thinking it's coming to an end, but it just keeps on rolling, baby. I mean, this is about time Cassidy loses, though. Well, I think they could have done it, possibly pull the trigger with Swerve. They didn't. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely not Roman's title reign or Jade's title reign, but if you're going to put a lot of emphasis into it, I think if he's going to lose, you're going to want to make it count. I think there's a lot of talented guys on the mid card that could take that championship from, but I just, I don't know what the plan is. That's fun is you don't know where the plan is, but you know, it's going to come eventually. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'll go through Orange Cassidy then. So any hoot, we got uh, the men's Owen Hart cup first round matchup with CM Punk and Satoshi Kojima. Kind of just a random match. Uh, Punk is a big fan of Kojima, but allegedly this was supposed to be Punk and Kenta. Punk wanted it. Kenta, not so much. Dominic, uh, thoughts on this uh, kind of side CM Punk drama going on right now? I mean, how do you feel about this? I think this affects you more than me. What, the match or the Kenta thing? Well, more of the Kenta thing. Well, I, I don't know exactly like the full story of it because Kenta just keeps on talking about it on Twitter. So I thought it was kind of a bit, but maybe it's not actually a bit. And he's just actually voicing his frustrations because I know that, you know, there is some heat there with Kenta and CM Punk not acknowledging that he's the the inventor of the GTS and then not able to use it in WWE and blah, 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 all that other bullshit. But I mean, I guess it is what it is. I would have loved to see CM Punk and Kenta wrestle. The politics, well, I mean, Kenta's not like a tippy-top star in New Japan, really, so I would just assume Punk would win, and maybe Kenta knows that, and so he was like, yeah, fuck this guy, I'm not going and wrestling him just to to lose to him, so uh, I'm good. I mean, it doesn't work for me, brother. I mean, do you really want, I mean, I... These are two dudes that are volatile and dangerous, I don't think I'd want them in the ring together anyways. So I would be cool with just, uh, you know, what we got, basically. We got a 10-man tag match with the Blackpool Combat Club taking on the Elite, Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, I mean, this should be a really fun match. I honestly could go either which way. I think Ishii could take the pin uh, on the Elite side. Maybe Yuta takes the pin on the BCC side, maybe Shooter takes a loss. Um, and if they give him the time, this match could be just insane all over the place and fun. So um, I guess I'll go with the BCC just because it's like isn't the full elite. And you can kind of tell the story of Eddie Kingston not getting along with the, the Young Bucks and them. So I'll go with the uh, Blackpool Combat Club so we can stretch this story out more. And I think I'm going to go with the elite with the young bucks, just because I think, you know, got to go 50, 50 with them. 
young uh, Blackpool guy. And if CM Punk is winning on this show, the Young Bucks have to win on this show. Exactly. Uh, any prediction? Is there going to be any drama? Because this is the first time that both all the parties involved will be under the same roof since All Out. Or can everyone actually, God forbid, be civil and not punch each other in the face? I think it's going to be civil. I mean, punk, when Punk said, you know, that whole Punk line or whatever, I think uh, when the Young Bucks went back and kind of made a comment about it, I think it shows them that, you know, they don't give a shit. So I think we're fine. Well, you're talking about like the Twitter thing of like they could have made a T-shirt if they wanted to. Yeah. Then what? That was the other thing. Like you clearly could make a T-shirt if you wanted to. Then why didn't you? Because they're above it. But if you're above it, you don't tweet that. But they're not above it. So if you're not above it, then make a shirt and make some money off of it. Anyways, the Suzuki gods with Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki take on Sting, Darby Allen, and a partner to be announced on Saturday. No clue who it's going to be. No spoilers. Um, Possibly someone from Los Ingobernables de Japón because there's nobody on here from there. So maybe it's Naito. Maybe it's uh, Takagi. Who knows? But uh, I guess I'll just go with Sting and Darby for the win just to possibly further the breakup between Chris Jericho and Sam Guevara. But this one could go either way as well. All right, so then is it a flip a coin? Heads, you know. Sure. All right, I'm going to flip a coin. Who do you want for who? Who do you want from whom? Sorry. Who do you want from whom? Uh, we'll go heads, less Suzuki gods, tails, uh, stinking friends. Oof. It's tails. All right, so sting, Darby, and friends for the dub. Then we get into the uh, the championship matches. Uh, they pretty much said what the main event was going to be, Dominic. But uh, what is your official prediction to keep the bit going? What will be the main event of Forbidden Door? And why is it Daniel Bryan and uh, Kazuchika Okada? Sorry, it's not Brian Danielson and Kazuchika Okada. It's not. It's not. It's going to be MJF. Okay, Dominic says it's going to be MJF and Hiroshi Tanahashi. No, take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Because I was right last time. And it's going to be Kata. Danielson. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, speaking of MJF and Tanahashi, they go one-on-one for the AEW title. Uh, I mean, MJF for the win. It's a fun matchup. Just get in, get out, and don't hurt MJF pretty much is my thinking here. Or Tanahashi. We don't want Tanahashi to get hurt either. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean... We don't want anybody on this card to get hurt. Yeah, we do. I'll let the listeners guess who Dominic's thinking of. Okay. Okay. Or you can just tell him. Or you can just tell him. I want CM Punk to get hurt. I want him out of AEW. For good. Ooh. Well, I mean, this is his first singles match since his return. And, and when, I, when I say get hurt, I mean like stub a toe and don't want to wrestle. Okay. Hey, but, you know, toe injuries can lead to blood cots, can lead to amputations. Just ask you just prime time blood about cocks. Yeah, well, you know, you don't want those bloods to get up in your cock. That would love to hear. Did it. you see? Did you see the the Father's Day photo of Matt Riddle's kid throwing up the fucking blood sign? No, I did not. Why am I not? Why am I just being aware? Made aware of this now? I don't. Oh, did you see the Rhea Ripley fan photo she posted? 
God damn it. Did I miss that? You too? didn't fucking see that either. Dominic, do you know that there's a submarine that fucking exploded by the Titanic? Yes. Okay. At least we covered that base. Because somebody else on another podcast didn't know about that. Are you kidding me? Bible. Is this the gentleman or the female? This would be the gentleman. Dumbass. Anyways. Hang on. I'm looking it up. Trying to look up on the fuck. How are you okay with your kid throwing up the blood sign? What a fucking dumbass. But hey, you know, gangster. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, uh, Matt Riddle's kid is like twelve with braces and whatever, and and also white, and definitely not in the bloods. <laughs> so uh, that was a choice. Yes, that was definitely a choice. And if you didn't know, Dominic, well, I thought you would know because I thought it was your photo that got reposted on uh, Rhea Ripley's story. A fan posted a photo or I guess a drawing of some sorts with a um, a white yellowish dried up fluid um, on the photo. And Rhea Ripley reposted it on her story. <laughs> Oh, on her story, so I can't see it anymore. Yeah, well, she deleted it. It was up there for a little bit, but she deleted it. At least late enough for me not to see it, but I saw it. But that was probably because she wanted people. She wanted to out the person. I, I mean, there's no comment. It was just a straight photo redo. It wasn't a, you know, look at this fucking weirdo. Mm. So I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything for her commenting on it if she knew what she was doing, but because she does post a lot of like fan arts and does a lot of fan stuff on her Instagram. So she might have just been going through all of them and reposting a lot. Hmm. Good to know. Any okay, Dominic. So if Curveballs and Church Shots gets reposted by uh, <laughs> well, someone I run the Curveballs and Church. Well, if you know, if Curveballs and Church Shots <laughs> gets reposted on a uh, Rear Ripley's Instagram story, you know where it came from. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Sonata takes on Jungle Boy with Hook for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, once again, you know, get in, get out, don't get hurt. Uh, it will be interesting to see what the response is for everybody involved. Sonata is not exactly a hot well, He is a hot man, but he's not exactly a hot wrestler, especially kind of like in the continental U and the continental North America. Uh, so it will be interesting to see what his response is because it's not like it's Okada or Tanahashi or you know, someone else of that ilk or Naito. Um, but I think Sonata wins, and this possibly kind of kickstarts the uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry turn on Hook. Yeah, me too. Amen, brother. Then we got Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay for the U.S. title. Kind of talked about it. We can see Will Ospreay getting the win. Um, what the fuck is Dickhead's face? Uh, Don Callis. I uh, talked to Will Ospreay on Dynamite, said he's got some backup. Don't know exactly what that means, but we uh, could maybe see the Gorillas of Destiny show up. Maybe we get uh, some other type of tag team or somebody you know, showing up for Will Ospreay, and uh, he gets the win that way. I kind of see Will Ospreay turning face in the relatively near future, so I don't know how that's going to go. But uh, Kenny won at... Wrestle Kingdom, so I could see Osprey winning here at Forbidden Door to possibly set up a rubber match 
at Wembley Stadium or somewhere else down the line. But Wembley makes a lot of sense. Or Wrestle Kingdom. Or Wrestle Kingdom. Or WrestleMania. Or WrestleMania. Who knows? Never know. Dominic, any thoughts? Any other thoughts? No. Okay. Then the main event, the one match everyone's been waiting for, Brian Danielson taking on Kazuchika Okada in a straight-up singles dream match. I'm just saying I want Okada to rip his fucking head off with multiple fucking clotheslines. Or Rainmakers. Come on, it's bro. A know the product. Line. It's a clothesline. Know the product. It's a lariat. It's a, it's a clothesline. It's a lariat. It's a lariat. It's a clothesline from hell. JBL made it famous. It's actually a ripcord clothesline, so fucking get your names right, all right? Um, Never heard of it. I've heard of a clothesline from hell. Well, that's because a clothesline from hell is a ricochet off the ropes, you know, running clothesline. O- Okada does the ripcord clothesline. Anyways... Mark I'm very excited page. for this match. It's going to be fantastic. I kind of lean towards Okada getting the win, um, you know, kind of politic wise, but maybe we get some sort of angle at the very end of the show. Maybe uh, Kota Bushi shows up. I don't know. I don't know why Kota Bushi would show up, but maybe he does. I don't know if he would show up because it's a New Japan affiliated show, but I think we're going to get kind of something to kind of close out the show, or maybe it's just a, a fantastic fucking match. Okada wins or Danielson wins and everyone cheers and goes home happy. What's the who's who's the right person to win? I mean, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Uh, Once again, politics wise, I would say New Japan would probably want would fight harder for Okada winning than AEW would be for Danielson because Danielson, you know, he's already lost the world title match, so he's not going to really do that route. He's probably just going to fall back in line with the BCC elite storyline, whether that's a blood and guts or whatever the next chapter of that story is. So I think that's kind of why I lean towards Okada, just because Okada is doing more things as a single while Danielson is kind of doing something as a group. So if he takes a loss, he can just kind of, you know, blend into the background, doesn't have to, you know, keep a momentum going as a single guy. Well, Okada's gonna fucking beat Okada's gonna beat the shit out of him. Oh my, th- my voice is going. Okada's gonna beat the shit out of him, and that's all that matters. It sounds Send like ass- it sounds like it sounds like you're crying. I am. Um, Send his ass back to WWE. Well, I'm trying to find. I wish I had the the Shannon Sharp meme that's been going around. Just when when you lay your head down at night, just remember. That it gave you everything I had. And that's really what just popped in my mind when Dominic was struggling at the very end to uh, finish off this podcast. But fuck it, Dominic. You did it. Um, Thank you very much for everyone who tuned in. Shout out Big Fluff. Shout out J-Ro. Shout out Mr. X. Shout out Studio Audience. Shout out Oreo. Shout out or shout out Dog. Shout out Big Dog. Shout out all the dads out there. Shout out everybody who's listening to this podcast still. We love every single one of you. Even Tyler. We still love you, kind of, not really. Well, like, I mean, I guess I'm speaking for Dominic because Dominic literally cannot speak right now, but we love you too, Tyler. So once oh, again, follow that guy. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Curveballs and CS. If you want to email us, be like Mr. X, Curveball and CS at gmail.com. Dominic, thank you for surviving during this podcast. And we'll hopefully, well, I will talk to you next week. Let's see if Dominic can talk to us next week. But until next time, it's, goodbye. It's and not- I have 
toilet stories. Yep. If well, he can just he can text them out. He can you know write it up in an email or something. And I can do it in spoken word. Until next time, <laughs> goodbye and good night. Bye, bank. Yesterday's too long ago Don't agree